it's time for the great himbo debate of 2020. That's right. We're talking about Jason Mendoza this episode. Is he a himbo? Is, isn't he a, hi- a himbo? Find out what our opinions are in this one. Oh, ooh, what's, what's your take? You gotta tell us your take on the socials or you can write a letter you can you can handwrite a letter and seal it with blood and kiss the envelope four times precisely and put it in the river that's how we'll get it enjoy <sighs> hi will hi ellie hi hi gavin that that was a voice i loved it <laughs> are it's we starting nice when i'm not the only one making a ridiculous voice on this podcast you're welcome. I'm here to help. <laughs> so, The Good Place Season 1, Episode 4, Jason Mendoza. How did y'all like this one? What a name. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, everybody That's not a here bit. Thinks like, that, thinks that what I'm a name. Yeah. I'm Filipino. That's racist. <laughs> That's Everything racist. here is racist. racist. <laughs> Jason Can I just it. say, yes, <laughs> this one, this is, like, I realize we're, like, four episodes in, but this is my favorite one so far. Oh, God, yeah. Good. Yeah. This, watching this again, like, for the first three episodes, I was like, oh, yeah, these epi- these early episodes are just kind of okay. And then I remembered why, and it's because they didn't have Jason. Jason. Yeah. He's so fucking funny. He's so funny. <laughs> A dog. He says dog so much so with much. this, with the perfect Florida drawl. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? oh, you're Florida man. You're Florida man. <laughs> what is the deal with alt comedy loving oddly specific Florida jokes? Like, I get all the Arizonianisms of The Good Place, but like, <laughs> all this Florida stuff is wildly familiar like yeah so from the game grums to sitcoms we're just <laughs> florida's the easy one okay florida's buck wild though yeah it, it is, is a wild place and the reason that they chose arizona for eleanor is because mike sure calls arizona the florida of the west <laughs> oh and it's true <laughs> oh he's right i'm sorry he's right <laughs> <laughs> So let's jump into summary and talking about the episode overall. So this is coming hot off the heels of Eleanor discovering that she is not the only one who is not not supposed to be in the good place. And the other person is Jianyu, a.k.a. Jason Mendoza, who is not a monk um, and is 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 Florida man. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. And so, uh, yeah, this episode is, um, God, this episode is literally just trying to get Jason to not accidentally spill the beans that Eleanor is also a fraud, basically. (laughs) We're we're getting the gang together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is. We're getting the gang together. Um, Right. We're we're going to induct Tahani at some point, and then... We'll have the gang, and then they'll be up to <laughs> shenanigans within a few episodes. So basically, like Eleanor finds out that 
Um, Jianyu is actually Jason Mendoza, and he is a fraud, like uh-huh. her. Uh, and they tell, they tell Chidi. Um, Chidi freaks out. In, uh. in that first scene, <laughs> I want to touch on something real quick. Uh, Jason seems to think that this is all like a prank. Yeah. An alien zoo or uh-huh. a prank show, and uh-huh. both are 100% legitimate <laughs> options for the situation they find themselves in. <laughs> But I love that when she says, like, yeah, no, we're dead. Jason, we're dead. dead. His response is, oh, that's a pretty good prank. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) I forgot every single thing Jason says is so fucking funny. Well, they've had three episodes to sandbag and write goodens. None of those are jobs. What did you do for money? Oh, I sold fake drugs to college kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So they, I'm sorry. This, this show is. This episode is gold. Um, it really is. So and when he right. crashed his jet ski into a mansion, okay. that's why we find out that he's from Florida. <laughs> As somebody who has who has been to Florida, I have not encountered a manatee. But they are absolutely the roadblocks of the river, and I can yes. see that being a situation. As someone who grew up in PR with manatees, you're right. Yep. They're yep. gorgeous and useless. Yes. I love them. Same. Um, uh, anyway, summary, really quick before we get to react. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. they tell Shidi. Um, Eleanor gets really excited uh-huh. because she's not alone anymore. Um uh-huh. The there is a new restaurant opening that's called very unfortunately the Good Plates, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Tahani is in charge of putting together the opening, um, and uh, Tahani accidentally like oh no no Tahani walks in uh, as Eleanor and Chidi and Jason are trying to hide the fact that Jason is a fraud because Jason wants to be himself. Um, and not Jianyu. And he, uh, Tahani asks, how is everybody? And he says, cool. And so Tahani then gets the impression that Eleanor and Chidi are helping him uh, gain his confidence to be able to talk. So she invites um, Jianyu as well as um, Eleanor and Chidi to the opening where Jason is planning on revealing himself and like a true part of himself. And Eleanor cannot have that. And Chidi is, like, sort of in agreement, but not really sure, because Chidi, like many things, just sort of gets caught up in Eleanor's whirlwind. Um, <laughs> and then Eleanor causes a sinkhole to open in the restaurant. Eleanor uh, destroys a cake that the chef, who is the head of the restaurant, that they spent, like, a week making. It's this very, like, yeah, you know. It's just a chocolate cake with some fondant and some shit yeah. brushed onto it. Like, I don't want to hear was- this bullshit. It took was me a week. Pretty Fuck unimpressive. Off. Yeah, that is not a week long. Took her a whole cake. week anyway. Yeah. When, um, she, when her hand goes into it, it's just like a sheet cake of some yeah. chocolate they got from a <laughs> friggin' IGA down the street. Yeah. <laughs> I need so some CGI involved. If you're like, oh, it's a good cake. <laughs> so that's basically the episode. Um, John Yu joins the ethnics class. <laughs> Uh, ethics class uh, at the end to learn how to be a better person. Um, Which has my favorite joke of the episode. 
Is it when is the football tryout? No, it's the next one. Does this school have a prom? prom. And then cut to Chidi going, oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time ever, I'm the smartest kid in class. I'm the smartest kid. So, also, there's someone in the restaurant whose favorite meal is unfortunately very relatable to me, but we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's the summary of the episode. So let's take it from the top. Yeah. So, okay. So the As we were saying, first scene, yeah, it's just is fucking... Florida, <laughs> yeah, he, it's fucking buck wild. Every <laughs> single thing we learn about Jason is like Eleanor times 10. Um, and supremely absurd. But also, it's so cohesive. He mm-hmm. makes so much sense as an entity. He, uh, he's got a I have met this dude in college. Eleanor does not have. Yeah, he's so wholesome because he's just like, he's so naive. Mm-hmm. Like, he is both so, uh, 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 scrungy, uh, what? But how's words going? Naive. You know, uh, not not super well. I will say. <laughs> why why you gotta go for him, Ellie? On here, <laughs> you know, scrunchy, scrunchy, like seven ums. You get scrunchy. <laughs> I was literally sitting here listening to you go um and then pause for like several seconds and just be like, oh dear, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get a willism and not sure shooting. Oh, scrunchy. All right, yeah. so scrunchy but naive. That's our yeah. official tagline for Jason. Yeah, he is just such a dumb baby. He um, is such who a dumb also baby. sells drugs. Fake then, drugs. Of course. Yep, but it's okay because now Eleanor and Jason have each other. And they are both now yes. at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, other than, I will say that this episode, at least to me, isn't too, like, plot heavy. It's mm-hmm. not, It no. didn't seem. Um, except Tahani kind of has a plot here. Yes. Mm-hmm. And while this episode was, like, really fucking hilarious because... Because of Jason. Yeah. Um, it was also really sad. I felt really, really, really sad every time Tahani said anything. Like, her genuine desperation for this person to love her in a way that she needs to be loved hurt me. Yeah, it, it's intense. I did not find it as intense but that is okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree that it's intense. I did not have anywhere near an emotional reaction to Tani in this episode because she's a cartoon character. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, But probably, I get, like, on paper, I get it. I think probably because I know so much more about Tahani, going yeah. back to this episode was fucking yeah. rough. Yeah, because right uh, there, now Tahani what I saw says was a just... thing. Sorry, go ahead. No, go on, Ellie. Yours is okay. more, is legit. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard it yet. Um... <laughs> but no, all I was going to say was that, you know, in this episode, Tahani is spending the time that we see Tahani is either uh, that moment where she thinks that Jianyu is trying to break out of his shell 
um, or trying to put together this party and or reacting mm -hmm. to the party. Like, those are literally the three things that we see Tahani do. And, and it's not really changed from the other things that we've seen Tahani do. Like, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Uh, Tahani is either putting together putting together parties or being sad about Jianyu not talking to her. That's That's the list. Yeah, very true. There's uh, also the bit where she's talking to Janet. And this is either a bad joke or an interesting character wrinkle for Janet as an AI character where Janet says Barcelona and then Tahani just goes, it's Barcelona. Like, yeah, I just that casually collecting, correcting the, the pronunciation. The AI, yeah. The AI not nailing that. Um, which is, I, I get that the joke is Tahani's so up her own ass she's correcting the ai on pronunciation but also the ai didn't say barcelona like <laughs> yeah what are we doing here like what does this mean <laughs> you only say barcelona if it's in spanish janet speaking yeah. english I, yeah. I, I, I failed out of spanish and i know this like come on people Tahani, yep. no. <laughs> um there was also talking about tahani and jason and janet uh jason makes an offhand comment to Eleanor saying that Janet is hot and asks yeah. if she's married to Michael. <laughs> Which pisses me off that the response is you can't date Janet. Fuck you. No, let, let's no no. Let's let's actually let's actually talk about that whole line because I wrote it down. Which is you can't date her oh, because thank she's you, not I thought human. I did, but I didn't. You yes. can't she's what not human. You can't date her. Which I found Go absolutely fascinating. Um like yeah unpack that for us ellie um so it's a question of whether you can't date her she's not human because of this understanding that humans can only date other humans right um and an ai is is not human so therefore you can't have any kind of relationship with them or if it's because of an ai is like a programmed being and you can't date them because you literally can't because everything is programmed um yeah right or if it's like some combination of the two uh and i think it it gets i think that this is uh one of the things that i like the best about the good place which is the very subtle not subtle but like small pieces mm -hmm. of ai ethics that we're getting in every episode which i'm sure is going to build to actually something um yeah yeah we have to after all the tinkering that happened last time with right yeah trying to fi fix air quote janet to right. be more realistic and then like yeah standard janet is the thing that always comes through i think that it's really interesting because we we want to try to fix humans as well um in that case yes. right that's a thing that people talk about which is like you know especially with people with like mental illness you know just smile you'll be happy like if you're happier you're fixed right um Right. Just bullshit. Everybody here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everybody here looks at that and goes, shut the fuck up. Um, yeah. No, I will not try yoga. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think it's just very interesting that when, that her reaction with Jianyu, the first thing that she says is that you can't date her because she's not human. Um, and that then mm -hmm. she follows that up with you have a fucking soulmate, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, also, like... Yeah. My 
favorite part was that he thought that they were married. I <laughs> fair. That's valid. I have so Pretty. many questions. Well, about it's true this that assessment. like he probably only saw Janet like saw the majority times that they saw Janet was with Michael. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> also, oh, he's he's not the brightest bulb in the box. I'm sorry. Oh, he's, he's not. not. He's such a dumb dumb. Well, um, to that point, he's yes. the only one who's using Janet properly. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That that sweet that sweet man cave he's built the, up. I'm sorry. And I see uh, what, sorry, what? You, I see. You I see what hole? you're doing. I see what you're doing with <laughs> the bud hole thing. Isn't it funny? Because man caves could get <laughs> so funny. I loved uh, it. I thought cri- it was hilarious. Cringe was really counter funny. number one. Oh, uh, I didn't have a cringe counter there. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna back up. When when I first heard it, I was like, oh, they're making a joke, butthole and butthole, but I thought it was like Buddha hole. Oh, I thought. Oh, it, I yeah, was going like, with like weed 2Ds. first, but then I realized this is a prime time sitcom. They can't make weed jokes. Um, <laughs> So I thought I thought they were making like a this is my like Buddha hole where I can pretend to be like Buddhist. <laughs> right. Um and then it was not that and I was slightly disappointed. That, it was, that is a good It was the dumbest possible version of what a bud hole could be. Yeah. <laughs> mine, mine is better. <laughs> can we actually track back really quick? Um because I do yeah. want to mention yeah. that like uh the jaunty suspenders joke, which is like yeah. the they're stupid than belts. The thing is that, like, this is such a British fucking joke that is not explained. <laughs> the movement that is Michael it? does with the suspenders oh, is a British yes. movement oh. indicating, like, sex. It's like a sexual thing. <gasps> is it? Yes. It's also it's also just naturally what you do when you're wearing suspenders, though, as someone who did it quite right. a few times. No. But, but it's, it's, it's a, a British joke. Thing? Yeah. Oh my god! It's a British. That's why. That's why Jahani, the Tahani, has the the look on her face of like, what? Oh! <laughs> that's why she looks so shocked. It's a British joke. It's just not explained. They just put it in there. Bro, I thought she was just making a fashion assessment. That was suspenders bad. No. Uh oh. <laughs> the show definitely made an assumption that suspenders bad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's true. it's a it's like a double layered like thing there, and I thought it was really oh interesting. That they just did not explain it. Just like congratulations yeah. on being smart. The good oh, place. I should point out that like, well, fair enough. But also like, John was the one who pointed out my partner. For those who don't know, oh, um, he's like, oh yeah, that. that thing, and I was just like, oh yeah, good point. <laughs> I have a so. pointless hot take here. If oh. uh, we have, I love pointless hot takes. Uh-huh. That's what this is for. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, if the chef is in any way a recurring character and does not belong in a good place, their problem is that they get really angry like Gordon Ramsay, and that's going to be the joke that fits with this episode, much in the same way of all the really, really, really dated Xbox 360 paraphernalia, including him playing Gears of War and uh, a, a fresh, shiny new copy of Beatles Rock Band sitting <laughs> on the floor. Uh, because when you're dead, you think, you know what? I want the I want the rock band that killed the series. Okay, well, I have to ask a very important and serious question. Yes. About Jason. It's so important that we answer this. So for context, Ellie, um, I think this isn't going to be that important. <laughs> I, it's really important. <laughs> so for context, um, over in our channel in the Discord server, which is 
cactus. Yeah. Um, I am going to put a GIF. And this is, I'm. it's just for context because I think it's important to have this for this important debate. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I, I see. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, sorry, I don't know what the question was, but he is jacked. Yeah. Like, jack-jacked. <laughs> so, I mean, the answer to any question is yes. Um, listeners, I have just sent uh, these two a picture of Jason, specifically Jason, in a pool with no shirt. Um, flexing. From, it's a gif. Uh-huh. You need to specify. G- sorry. It is a gif. He is, like, flexing to get up on, like, a like one of those, like, in-pool seat things by the edge. You know what I'm talking about. Um it's a good gift. And with abs, I, you could, in fact, grate semi-soft cheese on. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop watching it go. I know. Uh-huh. So it's mesmerizing. The debate that came up. There was a debate about this? There, well, not this, not, not this image specifically. <laughs> Who we got to hurt, Will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, continue. The debate was Jason Mendoza. Himbo or not a himbo? Ooh. Sorry. I the argument that I saw was that Jason is not a himbo because his muscle is lean muscle and it's not glamour muscle. Like, he's not bulky enough to be a himbo. I don't my buy that. Pitch, I don't buy that. My pitch here is that himbos don't scheme and Jason is a schemer. Mm. Hmm. Is Jason Himbos a schemer are... or is he just someone who makes a, a decision immediately? He's not a schemer. I'm I mean, sorry. He, he. I get the impression because right before he sets Acid Cat Speedboat the Third on fire, <laughs> <laughs> there's a comment about like he all of his plans sometimes uh, almost work. Like there's I, just a, there's no. a with the one episode i have to work on the fact that he specifically mentions plans makes me think he's trying to build some sort of mouse like much in the film mousetrap that we've all seen and loved dearly and it won many academy awards <laughs> he is much like nathan lane's character who's an idiot but uh what the fuck much like <laughs> much like nathan lane's character whose plans never work but thinks He's very smart. <laughs> yeah, I think that's Except actually Jason an argument in favor of a himbo. All right. Well, <laughs> l- I'm going to tell you. Clear. Let's... I am in no way arguing that Nathan Lane is by, by let's association talk about a himbo. himbo. <laughs> Sorry. Let us, let us talk about one of the like most important himbos in animation, which is Kronk. Oh, boy. Here we go. Kronk, of course. Well, yeah. Kronk schemes. Iconic himbo. Kronk plans. Kronk did scheme. Does Kronk scheme? Well, according to your he definition re- of scheming. Well, no, because Kronk reacts to things. Kronk has plans. He is told, Kronk he makes is told complicated to do plans. things and he does them. Are, is it more that Kronk has a, a wellspring of information that is hilarious <laughs> that he even has? Like, the squirrel stuff. And much like the cars talk we had in the first episode, we're on to Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Will, please block out two hours as Ellie and I get into this. <laughs> I think he 
here okay. is I, I my... am I am gonna say Jason Mendoza is a himbo. I yes. I can accept that argument like with bits aside, I can see where that comes from, but I can also see how there were strong Tumblr arguments made. In fairness, I saw it on Twitter. I don't go on Tumblr anymore because everyone is mean to me there. So that's just Tumblr. I laughed. What a fucking shocker. Uh, yeah. So I will say, I think he is a himbo because I think that what he lacks in glamour muscle, he makes up for in dumb. I would say that he is miles dumber glamour than dumb. Yeah, yeah. He is so much dumber than Kronk, and that's saying a lot because Kronk is really dumb. But I think that this is just a different level, man. Kronk lacks in book learning what he's got in street smarts. <laughs> Jason oh, no. has neither. He sure oh. thinks he has anything, but he don't. Oh, I, I need to. I need the the music nerd of the three of us. Uh, I need Will's genuine reaction to the sentence. That that's not music. That's EDM. <laughs> so I am a big fan of EDM. And yeah. I am a person who thinks that avant-garde composition is music. Um, like, so basically, don't trust Will. <laughs> right. However, also, that line did crack me up. So oh, yeah, I, 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 I'm good with it. Because <laughs> at the time this comes out, this is like 2009? 11? Mm. Where are we at? Hmm. Okay, Google, what year did the first season of The Good Place debut? 2016. Yeah. Thank you. You're way too slow on that one. Uh, yeah, 2016. Wow, these pop culture jokes are so... that the, the Xbox 360 stuff's really, really old. Yeah. He's playing the first Gears of War, I think, or it's the yeah. second, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the EDM jokes, I, I thought this was like, we just elected Obama, here we go. Like, <laughs> I think this yeah. is on purpose, Gavin. I think so too. I think, I the, think the, the outdated pop culture. The outdated pop culture references are on purpose. Ah. There's yeah. too many of them for it to not be on purpose. Well, I think Hopefully. the idea here is that uh, Jason, who's probably like around, I guess like maybe a bit older than us, but not by much, mm -hmm. um, that he stopped advancing in any way other than builtedness when in he was college? 12 or 13. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no, 12-year-old boy times she does time say crossed with a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am forgetting the posters in his room mm -hmm. because I was looking at all the Xbox stuff. Yeah. Of course you were, yeah. Oh, I gotta, I gotta snipe those actual real-world items that appear in the show rarely. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Um, should we move on to the philosophy of this episode? Mm, Ellie, no, I know you have a lot to say. Who, who's surprised? Before we move straight into the <laughs> philosophy, let's talk about that flashback that happens before the philosophy lesson. Oh, um, oh, oh uh, yes, but I have one really not important thing but i wrote this down so i have to say it jason in a cat collar that's doing something for somebody oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> listen uh we're we're <laughs> no, specifically I'm with you ellie and i here to confirm <laughs> okay, ellie and i here to, will and i here to confirm yes 
Um, <laughs> but also, like, there's this um, uh, where Jason is talking about being himself and where he says, uh-huh. myself yes. was the best. Right. Right. Yes. Past tense was the best. And then immediately flashes back to where he's being hired to impersonate a famous EDM um, DJ. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then he gives up the disguise. Well, that happens later. And but it yes. doesn't go well. It does not go well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. He dances his ass off. He's yeah. Such a good well, he's part of a dance crew. Yeah. I don't know. Have they talked about the fact that he was part of a dance crew? He mentioned it in his intro that he was okay, part of I a dance crew. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, so first it's that. It's if at first they have that, we have that flashback where he accepts standing in for Acid Cat. And then we go to that scene where we meet Chef Patricia for the first time and we're talking about the guest list. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Jianyu isn't invited. Um, right. And Tahani says, why has, why isn't mm-hmm. he invited? And Michael tells Tahani that he literally doesn't talk. And that Yanyu isn't invited because Michael didn't want him to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That felt not great. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yikes. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up because it does have to do, right, with with the self and accepting of the self and accepting, like, working with other people and the way that other people are. uh, Yeah. And not, you know, declining on their behalf. It's kind of like uh, not inviting a disabled person because... uh, Right, yeah. You don't know if there's a wheelchair access. You know, find out. (laughs) You know, like... Yeah, yikes. Um, Yeah. Uh... So the fact that those two scenes happen right before the ethics class, the first ethics class of this episode, um, mm-hmm. I think it's just like really good job leading into David Hume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, the ethics class opens with, with Chidi. Um, first, Chidi has a Lao Tzu quote. Um, which is uh, knowing others is wisdom, but knowing yourself is enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then he just switches to David Hume, which I have literally never seen these two taught side by side. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, I also haven't, but I have not the education of things. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've, that, I have literally never seen that before. And I actually quite like it because usually what happens is that you just get taught like the Western white dudes. Um, and they just, like, stand by themselves in isolation. And you don't use anything else to critique them. Um, so he introduces David Hume's Treatise of Human Nature, which, of course, Eleanor thought about reading really hard. Uh. <laughs> 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 um, and the the thing here that, that he brings up, that gets brought up, is bundle theory, um, mm-hmm. which he then states is close to Buddhism. Uh, and so just so that everybody knows, like, where we're going with this, um, bundle theory is a theory about objecthood. Um, so an object consists only of a collection of, like, properties and relations and nothing else. Um, so the apple is nothing more than a collection of being, like, redness, um, and roundness, for instance, uh, 
and there's no so substance to which those properties are inherent. It's just that those that's just the apple is redness and roundness and juiciness, all these things. Um, so then when Hume talks about the bundle of personal identity, he says that mankind is is nothing but a bundle of different perceptions that are mm. in perpetual flux and movement. So the self um, is like the self is nothing but a bundle of sensation and properties and tropes. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. See yeah. where we're going with this. Um yes, I, will. I the <laughs> reason that's yeah, the reason I knew about Hume before my philosophy class, because I took my philosophy class in grad school. No, before grad school, but like in between, whatever. But in my undergrad, I took a great American novel class. Mm -hmm. And this was brought up in regards to Sister Carrie, uh, which is hard to explain. But there's this passage in which the main character is observing these beautiful clothes and the beautiful clothes are written as the things taking the action in the sentence. So they are the uh, they are the subject, and the protagonist is the object. Oh, and this was like very controversial at the time, and uh, is one of the many reasons Sister Carrie was banned and then mm -hmm. burned in mass by the publisher. Yeah. Uh, because they did not like this concept that a thing could impact the self. Mm -hmm. So we had this whole discussion in class about what the self is. If it's uh, a series of perceptions or if it's some immutable th thing that isn't impacted. Like that there is a core self. Um, and that is why that was brought up to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what's interesting about... Um, so uh, she... Eleanor hears this line about, that's not music, that's EDM. No. Is that now? I think so. Yes, it is now, right? So she, right, because right before this, she says that she wants to go, she doesn't want to do the ethics thing, of course. Um, and uh -huh. she wants to go help John Yu. She says that she's going to go hang out with Jason John Yu. Um, mm -hmm. And Chidi says that this is close to that Hume's bundle theory is close to Buddhism. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but in, in Buddhism, I'm trying to like think of like a way to, to phrase this. Uh, in Buddhism, what's interesting is that the self can't be reduced to anything because There isn't uh, some other object or an outside force that answers to the concept of the self. In Buddhism, mm. in some parts of Buddhism, let's let's be clear, right? Buddhism is like very big, and there's lots of theories. But in yes. some areas of Buddhism, the concept of a of a self or the idea of a self has to be like eliminated, right? Mm. <laughs> um, and that's one of the ways that you can achieve enlightenment, right? So it's this just like very interesting way to like go about introducing bundle theory um 
because as we see later in the opening uh, of the restaurant, everyone has been reduced to their favorite meal. Yeah! Oh! Yeah! <laughs> Tying it together. Connects. Whoops. Oh, no. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, no. I hit a hand. The celebratory hand waving. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So this is this is the bit where I tie it together. I listeners, I am audience members. I am not the greatest philosophy teacher. Um, so hopefully you were able to follow me. Uh, but yeah, you're so better than this mine. Is, well, that's that's one uh, of your co-hosts has had one experience with any sort of higher level philosophy education, and it was a 110 class I took in community college online. I had a single book that said nothing for 250 pages that sounds like um, philosophy <laughs> and the only and the only thing it really achieved was the author patting themselves on the back for alternating between he and her pronouns for the hypothetical person they are talking about every chapter in a win for second wave feminism god uh, i bullshitted my final paper which was the only thing i turned in and got a nay within <laughs> 20 minutes of turning it in so the teacher didn't read it uh so this is the most education I will have received in <laughs> philosophy. Yep. Yep. Um, I think probably also one of the things that he's talking about when when Chidi refers to to Buddhism is the concept of like the self as a cart. Um the cart is not it doesn't possess its parts and it's not not its parts and it is not other than its parts. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. I got to put right. this in dumb, dumb terms. That's fine. This is the debate yeah. about is Kool-Aid man the juice or the vessel? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Yep. That's, that's, yeah. Yes. I mean, is it's, that dumb, dumb terms? That feels like a pretty succinct, no, that's, like. That's really good. I wouldn't have thought of that. Packaging. I'm just, I'm sitting here like, how do I explain the cart metaphor? <laughs> I got you. It's Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> And it's Kool Aid Man. It's a much better debate than how do dog wear pants. That's true. <laughs> how dare you? Um, yeah. So this whole episode, they put in a lot of interesting thought into how to make jokes out of ethics. <laughs> which, which then leads to the my big question, which is if the if everyone's reduced to their favorite meal, the uh, hunger strike for <laughs> sex traffickers in Bolivia or whatever random country they threw a dart at. I forget which one. Um, is that saying something? Are, are we saying something about Eleanor being empty inside? Or is it the? Is that just the setup for a joke? What do I think, think it can be both. I think both things can be true. Uh is this a cop-out answer? I don't know. Because um. I mean, you got the super wholesome one with Chidi, right? Like, right. Chidi's reduced to the some of his experiences because it's a it's a really personal like Dish. thing his mother made. Right, it and is, it's it's not it's his grandmother, it, isn't it? Their grandmother, yeah. yeah. It, like it is and a it, dish that is of Chidi's lived experiences. Yeah, exactly. It has lots of memories associated with it. Same and whatever sad-ass story yeah. goes with Eminem's guy, which... Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously so there has right. to be a really... There has to be really intense backstory to that, much like the chicken soup. Yeah. Right, and then... So then Jianyu gets the tofu block and nothing else. Uh-huh. Um, and then 
Eleanor gets literally an empty plate. She does have a glass of wine. I will say. That's true. There is a glass yeah. of wine there. For her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so let's yeah. let's look into this not from like a metaphor standpoint for a second. I can't believe that those words just came out of my mouth. Um write it down, I feel everybody. Very, I feel we'll very alien okay. to myself right now. I don't know who I am. However, <laughs> However, from an in-fiction perspective, yes. why do you think that they received these things? So, uh, Literary analysis, yes. You think I can't no. bring ethics into this? <laughs> no, I mean, like... <laughs> That's not metaphor. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> so, I have a pretentious sorry. one for Jianyu slash Jason. Okay, I... How am I, how do I, we all know what the good place is. Yes. Right. Yes. Ish. So, ish. So why do you think with that in mind, mm-hmm. they would have been given those things? Well, there's the interesting wrinkle that we know Tahani had some form of input. Like, because because Tia- Tahani was working as Michael's assistant because there's the the comment about I, I feel like there was a someone's had a line about how she put a word in for this dish or something like that uh i think that she, it was her idea to do the favorite dishes. it was her okay okay um but the favorite dishes did come from from okay. yes so wait fill in the blank janet or patricia or michael or where yeah. From, from space? <laughs> from Oh, from from Janet. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's it's Janet's database that they pulled the favorite meals from. Which is wrong. Mm-hmm. Except for Soup Guy. Is it wrong? Unless well, um, Soup my, Guy my theory, is one right? of the five people who's here correctly. One of the f- five people? I've missed something because because of because the, there's the assumption that there are that most of the people in the good place are like Eleanor and Jason, right? But then there are people like Cheedy who maybe are a little bit more qualified to be there, and the database is correct for them. I'm gonna be straight up because this I think that because the database this is, is the lie wrong test, for right? I I think that the database is wrong. So for then Cheedy's lying out of his ass. Well, here's the thing, huh? It. I, I, one of my theories, one of my many theories, is that, uh... We'll get your sound effects ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that, uh, the database, when it links with, like, the people, um, some of them actually don't remember themselves. Interesting. I, yeah. So they haven't, so, so we're so doing the amnesia the by truth. way of... Yeah, like JRPG antagonist or protagonist sort of situation where you're like, oh yes, this was part of my backstory. I now remember it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my slightly more off the wall theory, and that it just it started <laughs> it started it. like breaking down basically, right, <laughs> right, Gavin. Or if it doesn't what's... work if you're like too far off, maybe or something like that, right, right. That's that's my theory. Um, so because I'm looking at this through the lens of. Well, everybody here is fake. (laughs) (laughs) 
or at least like somewhat not what they say they are and they don't might not know it um when i look at the the plates and stuff i'm just kind of like yeah that's like the information that was given for them okay that's just that's the thing gavin from a literary perspective the tofu combined with eleanor's joke about it To me, implies Jason might end up being an argument for nurture over nature, insofar as Eleanor seems to be rotten to the core as a shitty person. Jason's shittiness, much like tofu to any other flavor, seems to be motivated by his exterior surroundings because the dude is capable of doing things he fakes being Jianyu flawlessly up until he is given reason to break his uh to break the disguise yeah to break the (laughs) vow of silence and then he only starts slipping up because he is given a taste of the good life again and he has the outside influence of Eleanor being shitty so is the tofu uh, n- n- this is putting way too much weight on this it's funny because it's Asian joke that I don't really like but uh, the block of soy itself is influenced by the things around it not itself so is Jason a good person who lives in a shitty Florida town where his only dreams are influenced by the fact that he's in a dance group that he's really good at and he's somewhat okay at making EDM because let's be real his bad EDM song was okay it was okay uh, it wasn't like it wasn't good but it wasn't it that was bad. it was EDM made for the show the good place on NBC's Thursdays <laughs> <Yes>. at seven <laughs> exactly like, let's let's be real if they were like we're gonna make a great EDM song they would not be able to they yeah, would oh, have yeah. to hire someone to do it uh that is my literary take on the food stuff. Okay. Also, I was a little bit busy clocking the peanut M&Ms, which are the best M&M. Yes. Gross. Period. Gross, really? Gross. Oh, I don't you know like... it's gross? Chicken noodle soup. <laughs> I don't like peanut and chocolate together. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I like peanut and chocolate, and I also like chicken noodle soup. <laughs> I enjoy peanut and chocolate, but with a way higher ratio than anyone else on the planet seems to agree with. I think peanut... I think there needs to be two peanuts per the amount of chocolate in a peanut M&M. But that is wackadoo, and I realize I am single in that. No, 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 I'm with you. My favorite dessert is not a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, etc. It is a ramekin of peanut butter with some semi-sweet chocolate chips thrown in. Will is smart. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Um, By the way... Disgusting. I know. Gavin? We know what's disgusting. Eleanor's reaction to that fish dish, which feels like every food, every white food blogger in America who takes ethnic food and reduces it to some bullshit fish with peanut butter on it. It felt very of the era of BuzzFeed videos where it's like, Americans try XYZ food. Well. Oh, y'all know. Do you know what it felt like? Y'all know. It felt like the... The, racism? The, the, it felt like racism. It's the, the kid of color who shows up with their native food at school. Yes. <sighs> yes. Yes. It's just... I Sorry, know that everybody. joke wasn't supposed... 
No, I don't you're think totally that joke right. was supposed to elicit that reaction, but come on. Well, I think like, that I think that like a lot of other things with the good place, it's another instance of like didn't earn it. You didn't earn this. Didn't earn it. Just because you had Jason say that everything here is racist at the beginning doesn't mean you can do this. Yep. I did write that down. That was like, yep, same. like that's a good that's a good one to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just uh, watched anyway. that and I was like, oh, all I can think of is Moonface, actually. Um in the scene yeah. where the kids yeah. are making fun of his uh, his food. Mm-hmm. That was all mm-hmm. I could think of. Mm-hmm. Well, any final notes for this episode? Uh, so many. <laughs> uh, the restaurant looks horrible not... and they're acting like it's fancy. It does look pretty well, bad. Well, first of all, look, can we talk about Jason's actual favorite dish, which is the wings? Yes! Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> from, from stupid Nick's wing dump? Yes. <laughs> Where wings uh, were free for ladies if they joke. took their top off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. Hey, you know what? I'd do it. I'd do it. <laughs> I don't even like wings. I I'm fucking food. love wings. <laughs> I fucking love That's wings. Fair. And I have new expensive titty. I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I wouldn't even think twice. That's new fair. and improved. <laughs> so if we want to if we want to start wrapping up the episode, I think it's really important that we discuss the fact that Eleanor is the one who convinces Jason to come to ethics class. Yes, oh yeah. my god, we got to talk about that final scene and she says that so, she's proud of him. You cannot so first actually is the scene where uh, like before um where after she breaks the world, um she tells right uh Jason, that you cannot let people know who you really are. It would be very bad. And then we right. switch to that that flashback scene where he says that he wants to DJ in Daytona and Tallahassee mm-hmm. and Tampa. <laughs> but also that he has, like, you know, big goals. Um, the world will see. I wrote this down. The world will see what I already know, that Jason Mendoza is a beautiful, unique soul that has so much to give the world. And then he blows up the boat. Um <laughs> But like, but also fuck that boat. Uh, yeah, fuck that boat. Um, but like, it's that it's that thing that comes back to the beginning, right? Where it's just like knowledge of the self is enlightenment, enlightenment, and he's being denied right. enlightenment. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Um, and said, and then uh, Tahani is also brought into this because, of course, we can't leave Tahani out of out of the ethics thing. Where yeah. she resigns as party planner, and then Michael says some words, and then Tahani gets very emotional and takes it back and gets very excited and says, this is the Tahani that you know and love. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. very interesting to me, because honestly, mm-hmm. we don't know a lot about Tahani. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. Um, nope. So I think that that's very just... interesting. Hmm. But then after that is thoughts. when oh you have thoughts about Tahani? I can't say them. Oh okay. Um, don't spoil me. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm just that scene. I'll put a pin. in We're it putting a later. pin in the scene to come back to it later. Wait, hold on. We have. We can do this. I believe in us. Ellie, I, there's no way I could do this. Okay, hold on, Ellie. Do you want me to take, my take off your headphones real yes. quick? Okay. Yeah, and I'll just put a message in TriCast when we're okay. ready. Hang on, let me okay. Try-cast. This is amazing. 
Okay, go. Michael keeping Tahani on staff feels insidious and it feels like the first stepping stone towards the audience being tipped off that he's being a manipulative piece of shit and that this isn't the good place. Interesting. Because he's he's trying to change everybody and and he changes Janet and now he's changing Tahani. Uh He's a doofy idiot, and I will say this with anyone present, this isn't a spoiler, but he's being super charming, and I think mm-hmm. that charming's a front, especially since I've seen the spoiler mm-hmm. with Ted Danson saying, I'm actually a demon motherfucker, as we all know and love. So that's, that's the thing. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell Ellie to come back. Actually, while you do that, I need to take a casserole out of so keep revving okay. up. <laughs> Cool. All right, then. Okay, Gavin is taking a casserole out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, so he'll be back. Okay. But uh, we should wrap up also. Okay. Because now we get to talk about the scene where Eleanor says, um, I know yeah. I suck. We both suck. Cheaty doesn't suck. He's putting himself in danger to help us. You need to be yeah. a better version of yourself. Yes. You don't need to be yourself. You need to be a better version, better version. of yourself. Um, Sorry. Oh, you're fine. We're just talking about when... Uh, Q, Q36 questions in my head. Yeah, that's fair. It felt like my life, but a better version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but a better version of yourself, right? If we're talking about bundle theory where the self is like... Uh, like um, in Hume's mind, when we're talking about personal identity, self is like this collection of properties and sensations that are constantly in flux and in movement. Right. Which is how this informs being a better version of yourself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. There's a lot of critics that are like, this is bullshit. And I agree with some of them. We'll get there Fair. eventually, probably. Yeah. You're telling me there's nuance to philosophy. I know. <laughs> Fucking stunning. Well... I am very glad that y'all finally have Jason because now you have <laughs> we'll him. We'll never forever. let him go. No. Yeah, exactly. I love him. Too uh, much. He is one of the best parts of the show, hands down. I can tell. Wow, that was the episode. I forgot to tell you that if if you if you write the letter that you have to put it you have to put it in the river um, at 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 three forty five in the morning. That is when. The mailman starts work in the morning. Uh, okay, you can find us on socials at EmptyQsPod. You can find us on EmptyTheQs.wordpress.com. And you can find us down the river. You know which one. It's the river. Okay, bye!